Tell your children not to walk my way. Tell your children not to hear my words, what they mean, what they say, mother. Can you keep them in the dark for life? Can you have them from the wedding world? Oh, mother! Mother! Gonna take you down the house tonight Gonna show her my love Oh, mother! Hi! Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> Remember when the doll of Chucky from Child's Play haunted your dreams? Luckily, well, sure that Chucky isn't real, so he won't be chasing you around with a knife anytime soon. <laughs> but don't rest easy yet, people. Hello, all you sexy bandits and horror geeks. This is the Horror Hound, and in this bonus episode, I'm going to be comparing the classic Chucky and the new Chucky. Also, I will discuss how. The Child's Play movies were inspired by a real-life voodoo doll named Robert. Just like Chucky, Robert is out for retaliation. And honestly, Robert's story is even more frightening. It may have been a long time since I first saw Child's Play, but you better believe it stuck with me. After all, who could forget the iconic killer doll Chucky with his flame red hair, wide blue eyes, and evil smirk? With the remake of the horror classic released in Australia on June 20th, 2019, Fans like me were somewhat rejoicing and possibly just a tad afraid. At least when we watch a serial killer claim his next victim, we can tell ourselves Chucky is a work of fiction, right? Actually, that part's wrong. It turns out Chucky is actually based on a haunted real-life doll, and when you hear this story, you might be more terrified than you were in the first place. More often than not, a child's first best friend is a stuffed animal or a doll. Unfortunately, when that doll is possessed, vessel of a homicidal maniac, and the outcome is... Oh, that's sweet. Robert is one of the kind doll who was first owned and named by a painter from Florida named Robert Eugene Otto. So no, you can't buy Robert at Toys R Us. I'm sorry, kids. According to a legend, Robert the doll was given as a gift in 1903 to a young Eugene, as the painter is now called. The gift came from a woman who was a servant for Eugene's family. The woman was abused and thus used the art of voodoo to get her revenge. Wearing an American naval officer costume and holding a small stuffed lion, Robert at first looks rather innocent, but looking closely, Robert carries a silent wrath and his history implies that he can most certainly be a voodoo doll. Eugene quickly became infatuated with Robert, even giving him his own first name and talking about Robert in first person as if he was actually alive. When strange things started happening around the house, like knocked over furniture, ripped up toys, Eugene was always found terrified in his room claiming that Robert did it. Neighbors and friends of the Otto family have also described that Robert possessed paranormal qualities. It was told that when Otto family was absent, Robert would sometimes blink, laugh, or even roam about the house. The unexplained events drove many housekeeping staff to leave. And as word of the haunted doll spread, the Otto family struggled to find replacements for them. People were too terrified to come to their house. Neighbors reported seeing a strange boy inside the house when the rest of the family was out. 
They said the boy would just let Rob the doll and would stare straight at them through the window. Often Eugene's parents heard blood-curdling cries from Eugene's room, and when they checked on her son, his faithful doll Robert was always at Eugene's bedside. Despite all of this, Gene refused to get rid of his friend, and the doll remained in the house. Upon the death of his parents, Gene inherited the house and even gave Robert his own very room. One day, Eugene's aunt, who was living with him at the time, suggested that Robert be locked up in the attic. That very night, the aunt died in her sleep. Dan, dan, dan. Coincidence? I think not. While there was no proof that Robert was responsible, the Ottos decided to appease the doll by bringing him back to stay in Eugene's room. Whew, big mistake. Several years later, when Eugene was an adult, he inherited his childhood house from his parents and thus was reunited with his old friend Robert. Eugene resorted to his old behavior, carrying Robert around with him and giving him a place at the dinner table each night to the dismay of his wife. So when Eugene eventually passed away in 1974, Robert was locked away in a trunk and put in the house's attic. The house was bought by Myrtle Reuter. As a result, Myrtle also acquired old haunted Robert and his strange behavior never ended. He was later discovered by a new occupant, a 10-year-old girl who is said to have immediately fallen in love with it. According to Myrtle and her friends, they would hear footsteps and laughing from Robert's room. Myrtle's daughter expresses that when she was young, she was violently haunted by Robert, saying that he even attempted to try and attack her. But just as he had done with Jean was alive, Robert began throwing furniture moving around at night. He mutilated other toys and even tried to tie the cord around their dog's neck. The family promptly put the doll back in the attic, ending his reign forever. Whatever, dude. That's not going to happen. We all know that. It's never going to happen. So, where is the little shit of a doll now? So, <laughs> so I had to put... <laughs> After suffering enough of Robert's terrors, Myrtle donated him to the Key West Fort East Martello Museum in 1994. Now, anyone can give Robert a visit and see the haunted doll for themselves. The rumors are that if visitors insult him by forgetting to ask him permission before taking a picture of him, he will put a curse on you. Some visitors have written Robert apology letters after experiencing a series of bad luck. Uh, one letter from a family explains how Robert caused them to lose a diamond ring and have their daughter's wedding canceled. So eventually, after 100 years, Robert is still getting retribution on those who wronged him. Employees of the museum claim that Robert moves during the night and has the ability to make cameras glitch. Some horror stories never end. The forgettable... Chucky doll fiends in comparison. Now, moving on to the comparison of the two. <laughs> Child's Play was released in 2019, which gave Chucky a transformation, but when it comes to old Chucky versus new Chucky, which killer doll would win? That's a very good question. It's a valid question. The first Child's Play arrived in 1988 and developed from a script by series creator Don Mancini called Bloody Buddy. The original screenplay contrasted from the final movie, which featured a doll filled with fake blood that comes to life when its owner Andy mixes his own blood with it, causing it to come to life when Andy is asleep and kill those he's angry with. This was eventually reworked to a dying serial killer transferring his soul into the doll. While Child's Play came at the tail end of the 1980s horror boom, it demonstrated to be a solid hit. Two sequels immediately followed, though the response to the third movie caused the series to be put on ice for a while. 
Then Brett of Chucky revived the series in 1998, and Chucky was returned for a few more times in the years that followed. While every long-running horror series has its share of ups and downs and terrible sequels, the original Child's Play movies have stayed remarkably consistent, with Child's Play 3 being considered the only real dud. So, due to the rights issues, the series is now split in two, with Don Mancini set to continue the original franchise with upcoming series, TV series Chucky, which I haven't seen yet. The movie franchise was rebooted in 2019 by director Lars Kledberg, which kept the same basic principle but otherwise changed many things. Chucky in the 2019 version is, is artificial intelligence smart doll voiced by the great Mark Hamill. Yay! Who turns murderers due to a vengeful employee messing with the toy's safety settings in the factory? Boo. The original Chucky was previously a serial killer named Charles Lee Ray, with Brad Dourif playing both Ray and voicing Chucky. This killer doll has racked up a major body count throughout seven movies. And more than that, he's shown an impressive resistance to well, dying. He's shot in the heart, burned alive, whatever. Every movie ends with him destroyed, yet he always claws his way back into the next sequel. Give me the boy! Charles Lee Ray, Brad Dourif, a serial killer in run, transports his soul into a doll through a voodoo ritual moments before he dies. Shortly after, Karen Barkley, played by Catherine Hicks, buys the toy and gives it to her son Andy, played by Alex Vincent, as a birthday present, unaware to the fact that she's bringing a terrible threat into her home. Now, going by Chucky, the criminal resumes his killing spree and finds out he needs to transfer his soul to Andy's body in order to avoid a permanent existence as a little doll. However, Karen, Andy, and Detective Norris, played by Chris Sarandon, fight back and burn Chucky before his child remains of the toy return and Norris shoots him in the chest, apparently destroying him for good. While Chucky is not half as daunting as Jason Voorhees and doesn't have the same dark aura as Annabelle, his charisma in Child's Play immediately made him a terrifying presence in the genre. The red-headed sociopath almost wasn't a traditional slasher. An earlier version of the film had Andy as the unwitting serial killer. Before director Tom Holland joined the project, a whole good guy's toy line was supposed to become with realistic blood to entice customers to buy good guy bandages, and Chucky was only supposed to turn violent when Andy voluntarily made a blood pact with his new friend. The toy would only come alive as an extension of Andy's unconscious mind when he was sleeping. The reason behind the boy's morbid decision is that he felt too distant from his mother, who had recently divorced from Andy's father and spent most of her time working as an advertising executive for the good guy company. In the 2019 version, it turns out that Don Mancini still detested the voodoo curse in this whole aspect of the Child's Play as it changed too much from his original concept, but fans loved it so much that he kept it for all the following sequels. Although Chucky became more of a comical character after the original film, it's always interesting to imagine what would have happened if it had introduced Mancini's tragic version of his origin story. Maybe the Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky wouldn't exist, or maybe they will have been even creepier. So here's my opinion of the the, uh, the, the two movies comparing the two. Um, the 1988 Child's Play spawned one of the last of the greatest horror franchises, one that churned out a sixth authentic sequel in 2017 and has a TV spinoff planned for supposedly this year, 2020, and carved out its own notch in American pop culture without ever truly breaking through the mainstream like Halloween or a Nightmare on Elm Street. 
But horror fans need to start giving mandatory IQ tests in Hollywood. And anyone in the industry who falls below a certain point needs a high five to the face with a metal chair. So the movie business business is fighting off a lot of challenges in the 21st century. You know, from internet piracy to massive time suck video games to the so-called new golden age of television. But by far the utmost risk to be continued economic viability of motion pictures is that the profession seems to be overflowing with morons. Too many studio executives and filmmakers simply don't understand what it is they're trying to do, why they're failing, and how to get better at it. The 2019 Child's Play is yet another attempt to update an enduring horror classic of the 1980s and making a complete and absolute mess of it, more like a mockery to me. So there's been a shipload of these efforts, and they're almost uniformly horrible, but this time around they managed to screw up in a particularly noteworthy manner by fundamentally altering the basic concept of the original in a way that only highlights their markedly inferior storytelling skills. So I have to beg the question, does anyone in fact read screenplay anymore? I'm just curious, Hollywood, do you read screenplay anymore? Seriously. So, in many respects, the 1988 version looks and sounds like any other awful horror movie. It's apparently they didn't spend a lot of money on it. There's nothing superficially clever or stylish about its presentation. Its soundtrack is jammed with enough cliched scary music to suffocate a donkey. What elevates it from the horde, however, is its unpretentiously intelligent story and surprisingly strong performance from Catherine Hicks that holds it all together. Great acting, but lousy hairdo lady, come on. Gotta fix that. The value of it's absurdly illustrated by the terrible performance of Alex Benson has as Andy. He sucks. I mean, he really, really sucks. But he should suck, because most healthy children should be horrible actors. It's not normal for them to have much emotional depth or control. That's why Hollywood has such a troubled history with child performers before the capable ones wind up being rewarded for their deformity, which is not a recipe for a well-adjusted life at any age. But the ineptitude of Alex Vincent as an actor doesn't harm the movie in the slice because screenwriters Don Mancini, John Lafayette, and Tom Holland don't craft a tale that hangs entirely on the, the Spain, I'm sorry, the thespian chops of someone young enough to still sleep with the light on. The 2019 remake had one and only one respectable idea. It abandons the supernatural for a science fiction approach where instead the possessed doll Chucky the high-tech robot toy who has been misprogrammed and had all his safety features deleted. A product of the pervasive Castle Corporation, this Chucky is able to interface with the control other able to control other electronic devices. When he is returned to the store just before a new and approved version is released to the public, the typical woman who makes bad choices, Karen Barkley, played by Audrey Plaza, keeps it for her antisocial son Andy, played by Gabriel Bateman. After bonding with Andy, Chucky, the voice of Mark Hamill, sorry, I like Mark Hamill, turns to the evil ex-boyfriend, lover, husband from every Lifetime movie and starts killing anything that gets in between him and his friend to the end. Additionally, the 2019 reboot is relentlessly a bad film. It's never so excessive that it crosses over into the realm of so bad it's good. It's just one stupid and poorly thought out scene after another until it's less liked. The movie ends and more that it collapses from brain, uh, I'm sorry, from brain death. This is a sort of motion picture that thinks openly, admittedly, a truly stupid part of its script. 
knowing that this Andy is way too old to be playing with dolls somehow makes it less stupid. Nothing like his strangulation to get the circulation going. So, in closing of this podcast, I want to say that the new Chucky is more innocent. And while he also causes his share of death and devastation, it's all for the love of his owner, Andy. If the two actually fought, the original Chucky would likely make mincemeat out of his artificial intelligence rival, since Charles Lee Ray is much more vicious and spiteful. The new Chucky does have the ability to remotely control other gadgets and dolls, though, which would make for a nastier battle, but in the end, old Chucky will likely win the day in this child's play battle. On the next bonus episode of the Horrorverse, join me as I talk about the serial killer Ed Kemper, also known as the co-ed killer, and how Hollywood decided to make a movie about him. Serial killer Edmund Kemper killed six young women in the Santa Cruz, California area, along with several members of his family. At a towering 6 feet 9 inches and with an IQ of 145, Edmund Kemper was an intimidating killer in every sense of the word. As is the case with many other serial killers, Kemper's murderous impulses can be traced back to his childhood. Thank you for listening and please support the Horrorverse by subscribing to it on your favorite platform.